For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore new ways to make your LinkedIn content more visual, which is a great way to stand out on LinkedIn because it's mostly a text platform still. And all the social networks seem to be demoting anything with a link off the platform, right? They're like, if you're linking off the platform, we're not going to promote your content. Is LinkedIn actually leaning into links? No pun intended. We're going to get into that and lots more. My name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with the boy wizard. And this is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, where we break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. Today, I'm joined by Judy Fox. Judy is a LinkedIn strategist and has a course called the LinkedIn Business Accelerator Program and recently visited LinkedIn at the Empire State Building in New York City and has got some amazing insights to share on the show as well. Welcome back to the show, Judy. Excited to be here. And I like saying like LinkedIn is for links. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about these new content tools to help us make more visual content on LinkedIn. It's been a few years now, but I remember there was a point where they said only 5% of people on LinkedIn are creating any original content other than just text and links. And now I'm sure the number's gone up, but visual content still stands out. So what are these new tools that they're giving us to use? I would say the very first tool is that I think people need to know about the most important one of all of them is that they're going to roll out more options when it comes to the carousel type posts. On LinkedIn, they use the word document, but the biggest update is being able to put a video in the slidable feature. So it's not just a static image, but an experience that lets you move from somebody giving tip one, tip two, tip three you can split that up into three quick slides for you to generate that action of people being like, yeah, I want to hear tip two. Yeah, I want to hear tip three. (laughs) Yeah, and I thought that was really neat too because what's the first thing we do when a video comes up in our feed? We look at the length and in this day and age, we go, two minutes, who's got time for that? But I love that you could start with the 15 second clips and you're like, okay, yeah, let me see what this is about. This could be good. Yeah, I've seen JT O'Donnell do a really successful one where she, I think, did five tips to stand out with your resume or something with your career. And it was a really quick feeling of swiping through. It's like swiping through somebody's story on Instagram kind of feeling. If, if I want to relate it to something we're very used to, it's a similar feeling. It feels a little different than a reel or a TikTok, but it has more of a story feeling to it. I like it. Yeah, that's really neat. And then they're also introducing post templates. So how do these work exactly? So coming from that space you just said, where 
when we have a platform that's been well known for having a lot of writing content, they're trying to make it more visual, which I appreciate. And so they're trying to give you more visual templates that you can write text on top of it. So if you have a favorite quote, you hear a mic drop moment on a show like today, you can write that text on that template and post it more quickly than trying to create a visual image on another platform that is outside of LinkedIn. So they're headed in the direction of giving you design and a feeling of creativity for how you share the knowledge you want to share with the world. Well, and it is interesting because we're comparing to other platforms, you know, like Twitter is probably the best where people go, oh, I have this thought, I'm going to put it out there. And they're making it easy. I did find it funny that it said, if you want an easy way for text posts to stand out, we built templates for you. So if you want to stand out, <laughs> we've created a way for you to look like everybody else. Now, of course, that's only if everybody starts using them, which they probably won't. I think what we want to hold on to is the idea that LinkedIn wants to still shift towards, yes, we can share with knowledge, but we're noticing the world just like seeing visual imagery, which I think makes our mind remember the information better sometimes than just reading something in a text format. And LinkedIn sounds like they may be the first social network to actually encourage links. So there's a new way to share links. And then you also learned something fascinating on your recent visit to New York City to LinkedIn there. So share with everybody about this new way to share links and what you learned as well. Yes. So this is one of my favorite updates recently is the ability to put a clickable embedded link on top of your image. So yeah, if you want to use the new template, if you want to put a video a GIF, a image, whatever you want to do, you can embed on top of it a clickable external link. So if you have a podcast episode, if you want to drive traffic to a YouTube video, instead of putting the link in the text of the post, you can put it in the image. And then I loved that, yeah, I was able to talk directly with LinkedIn and I shared with Jerry a written statement from LinkedIn saying, we do not downgrade posts or hold back your content because of links. We actually encourage sharing of knowledge, sharing of resources. If that resource lives off of LinkedIn, we are not hurting your content by doing that. Which is goes against everything that every social network has ever taught us, right? But LinkedIn's business model is different. And I loved hearing that. Their revenue model is so different because of how they have a job seeker part of the platform, a recruiter part of the platform, which isn't happening over on some of the other ones. And of course, we have businesses using Sales Navigator and huge sales teams and enterprise solutions that are probably giving a lot of money to LinkedIn. So it's not in their business model to just hold people on the platform. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, if I can just be the skeptic for a moment and, <laughs> you know, they said, hey, we're not going to demote the reach of your posts because you shared a link, which is as marketers music to our ears. But I don't know if there was another part of the conversation or if you heard anything between the lines. Let's say that you share a link and all of a sudden, it's getting a ton of clicks and people are leaving LinkedIn, not permanently, but they're leaving and they're not coming back. Do you think that maybe at some point they go, okay, this is sending too many people away. We're going to slow this one down. 
I mean, anything's possible, of course. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm doubling down on the fact that it's still not within LinkedIn's revenue model. Think of a major, large company out there, and they're trying to attract talent. They're trying to attract employees. They have listed jobs on their website. Those jobs are being processed sometimes on their website and on their systems. You can't keep people on LinkedIn if that's the goal is to get them to fill out the native application on the website for these large companies. Yeah, that's fair. One more thing, because I want to like solve this for people. Yeah. The biggest reason why I'm excited for the embedded link on the image is because we've all experienced trying to share an article online or trying to share a YouTube video and it might pull up a stock image, or it might pull up something that we don't really want to be the visual mm. in the newsfeed, you get to control that now and embed the link into the image. And it's still right there, though. Do you see that's where you can take your power back of the visual that goes with a clickable link, you now have control of that versus before it just pulled a stock image. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I forget the technical term, but yeah, the image. The social sharing icon or something. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. And also then it's not, you know, if you write a long text post to go with it, the link is still very, very clear yes. right there on the image. So, and I've always felt like the power of LinkedIn is in the comments. So I love what they are doing now, giving creators away and marketers away to feature certain comments. So what is this that they've unlocked now? Yeah, so we've seen on other platforms the ability to pin a top comment and I love that LinkedIn added that new feature really recently in the past couple of weeks. You can go back to your past content and pin top comments. The power of that is to recognize a couple of things. Number one, you can put more resources there. You can continue the conversation in the comments. It gives you, the creator, more incentive to kick off the comments because your comment won't get lost in a sea of People will say all the time, go find something in the comments, and then you're trying to find it and you can't find it. So yeah. yes, having a pinnable comment can be used in a lot of different ways. For example, challenge. Who do you want me to challenge? Like a big name. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I mentioned Gary Vaynerchuk before our call, and I'll just say, can you imagine generating an energy with your audience that you will pin the top comment from a fan or somebody who wants to comment on your post. And that becomes a reward to generate more comments for someone like Gary Vaynerchuk. Do you see how the reward system will actually start increasing to get more comments? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. To be recognized. And I can't count the number of times I've been scrolling through and I'll glance at a post and then I see a comment and it's the comment that makes me go, I'm going to look at that post a little deeper. So yeah, lots of ways to use it and definitely makes a big difference. And this is just a blurb that came out the other day, but LinkedIn is talking about or working on a native scheduler so that we could pre-schedule posts without having to use or pay for a third-party tool, correct? Yes. And number one, I mean, obviously there's really, really good third-party tools. Yeah. The downside with a lot of them is you cannot tag natively somebody in your post pre-making mm. that post. So I've noticed when people use third-party tools, they'll say the post doesn't look quite right when it's inside of LinkedIn. Yeah. It doesn't always translate from the third-party tool to LinkedIn. So the power of being able to pre-write your content within LinkedIn is being able to tag, being able to use or look like the post belonged there and it didn't get posted by some other tool. 
And I do have to mention, I was discussing this with our editorial director, Lisa, and she said, well, LinkedIn's owned by Microsoft, so it'll probably be 10 years before we see this. But (laughs) you mentioned that you think there are like a handful, maybe 10 people that do have this. So it is already in testing. This is not just something that they threw out there and will come someday. Yes. And that was just a guess, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) The 10. (laughs) I have seen screenshots outside of, you know, being in the news, of course, news is being pushed screenshots from LinkedIn or showing that there's an actual tool coming out and people are drawing arrows and they're like, look, it's right there. But I will point out, I've seen it from other creators that have had access. We all know they're going to test things for a while. So yes, it's exciting. Yeah, we'll watch for it then. Okay. Hey, by the way, if you're looking to develop deeper marketing skills, advance your career, save time, and gain confidence. We're talking about LinkedIn today, but all of the networks covered inside the Social Media Marketing Society membership. And inside, you get instant access to more than 140 in-depth and original workshops, live monthly trainings, because social media is always changing, right? And support from a community of professional marketers just like you. And the power of that is often hard to capture. So if you'd like to join today to kick off your journey to mastery, you can go to Social Media Society dot info, socialmediasociety.info. So LinkedIn is what we're talking about right now with Judy Fox and lots of updates. And you never know which one of these is going to be the one that makes a massive difference for you or your clients in the next few months. They have changed the way that search works on LinkedIn. And I honestly, I'm a tech geek and I tried to study the flowchart they gave us and I still went, okay, I need Judy to explain this to me in regular person terms so that I understand what's happening here and how this benefits us. I also looked at the flow chart and I don't know if anyone's really sitting there totally understanding. Okay. To be honest, I think they've simplified it in a way to deliver more content. I'll just tell you my idea of why I like the update is because now they're going to deliver all the search results. They're not going to piece out and leave out things like LinkedIn articles or leave out pieces of the platform, they weren't delivering them in the search results before. They were segmenting. That's what I'm trying to say. And they're going to do less segmenting and deliver what they consider better AI results in your search terms. So basically their search algorithm has gotten smarter, but they actually simplified it, it sounds like, to do that so that the right stuff comes up no matter what type of content it is. They were deciding, well, that's a video, that's a text post, that's this. And that's an article. And all of a sudden, I got a tickle in my throat. Maybe I got so excited. But the idea that they're not going to prejudge what you want to see, they are literally going to focus on the fact that you write it, wrote in a topic idea that you wanted to see and a conversation you want to have. And yes, they're not going to decide for you what type it got delivered as. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, I feel better about that now. That's my takeaway from that complicated flow chart. (laughs) That was my takeaway. (laughs) And speaking of search and discovery, and I know you're excited about this, they're introducing a new discover tab. And this is actually going to be human curated, like people, people. Is that right? Yes. So something I've noticed, and these are Judy Fox observations. Okay. I've observed them, LinkedIn, trying to use the LinkedIn news to try to curate conversations and try to say, for example, in the LinkedIn news, I've noticed recently top 10 videos this week. 
And they're trying to curate what they saw on the platform and bump up as the top 10 videos this week, but they're doing it within the LinkedIn news. And I noticed it wasn't generating a ton of response. This is again, Judy Fox observations. Yeah. But what I think is really cool is I think that's the concept they're actually going to take to say, yes, we want these videos that we think performed really well on LinkedIn we'd like to start amplifying conversations we think the platform really should be having. So it's kind of a balance of moving that type of curated content over to the discovery feed instead of just housing it in the news area. And so from a marketer standpoint, what I'm hearing, especially with video, is like watch time will obviously continue to be important, but they're going to promote things that get discussions going. And so calls to action for comments and things like that. Yeah, LinkedIn is paying way more attention to, especially because they've really ramped up their LinkedIn creator program. They're paying so much attention to creators, no matter what size you are. So the idea that you are saying to yourself, "Ah, my content or who's watching, they are watching and they will be grabbing your content and putting it in this discovery feed. If you're posting what is a trending topic or you're using the tools, just using the tools. So going back to what Jerry said at the beginning of the show, maybe 5% of the people are using the platform. They want people who are really using the platform, having real discussions, not just kind of uh, copy and pasting something that is generic, like check this out, go to our blog, you know? Right. They want to have conversations on LinkedIn. So I would say that's number one, just trying to push a link or a post You want to create content that creates conversation. And that's the kind of content I think is going to end up in the discovery feed. Again, Judy Fox, a disclosure. (laughs) Well, I think you're 100% right because conversations are what bring people back. Oh, they replied to me. Yes. Oh, I got to go back. They're all looking for that time on the platform for sure. And so that's a human curated feed. And then meanwhile, on the opposite would be the stuff they do with AI and they're either improving or adding this AI powered recommendation engine. Essentially, it's for telling us, hey, you should share this. Is that what this is supposed to be? I'm not as clear on what's happening, maybe because I don't totally know the AI system of what they're implementing. But we've all seen our notifications telling us that something's important or this is something that you might want to join this conversation. I think they're making it better. So (laughs) that's my impression of all the work LinkedIn's putting into improving what they notify you about, what they tell you is important. I love that. Yeah. And in the screenshot, you know, you said it's like a potentially a minor improvement. It almost looked like it was more blunt, like, hey, you like this type of topic. You might want to share this and add your thoughts as opposed to join the conversation and other more generic phrases that we've seen in the past. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, that's smart. If the only thing somebody takes away today is LinkedIn wants to generate conversation. (laughs) And that's the thing they're trusting will keep you on the platform. Instead of trying to hold back your links, they want to instead be the place that people want to have great conversations about their industry, their business, their marketing efforts, their sales, everything. They want to have those conversations on LinkedIn. And I, I love a good theme. And that's exactly the theme from today. And another thing that LinkedIn recently announced is what they're calling the LinkedIn Collective, which almost sounded like a LinkedIn mafia or something. I'm not sure. (laughs) This is them doubling down on having great conversations. So yeah. So tell us about the LinkedIn Collective and how as marketers we'll be able to use this. 
So my first impressions of the LinkedIn Collective is first, it's collecting B2B marketing conversations and saying, we want to have these on LinkedIn. So they created a LinkedIn showcase page and they're curating content from leading B2B experts. So they're starting to just have post after post to feature B2B experts. And LinkedIn literally has a campaign saying we're going to take B2B from boring to brilliant. Like Mm. they want to have really more insightful and powerful conversations. And I like the idea of thinking they're being the leaders they want to see being on the platform. They're demonstrating how they hope B2B marketers will show up on this platform by showing how you should showcase your voice on this platform. That's interesting because it is kind of a reflection of how we've seen LinkedIn evolve. I mean, in the beginning, it was you put your resume up and you try and get jobs and you try and get hired. But, you know, marketers and others, you know, business owners sort of change the course of it to be more of a B2B and and get leads and build these relationships and things like that. Not in a way that I'm going to hire this person or they're going to hire me or hire as a business rather than as an individual. So, Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So not the mafia. Um, but uh, the, mafia. the LinkedIn collective, I like it. And I don't want to get too deep into this, but it was really interesting. The platforms that get most of the headlines, let's be honest, it's TikTok, right? And then Meta. And so LinkedIn is one that, you know, is not one that's always in the headlines, but they did sort of announce their earnings. And, and the only reason I like to pay attention to this stuff is as marketers, if I know a company is doing well, I'm going to double down sometimes. It's not like a couple months ago when it's like, okay, Elon Musk might buy Twitter. What's going to happen? You know, it's like, wow, things are going really well here and I should look deeper at this. So what was it they shared about that with their earnings call that we can kind of utilize for that? I'm going to double down on what you just said, which is my biggest takeaway from any time I look at earnings and their revenue increasing by 26% is this idea that they're not going anywhere. They're a solid, stable platform to invest in, not only from your enterprise, like, you know, CRM solution or your investing in your sales team, spending time and buying and purchasing sales navigator. All of that is, it does hinge. People will invest more on the platform, which then turns around for LinkedIn to turn around and offer us more tools to get more business results. And It's just one big circle. So yes, I would prefer to invest in a platform where their revenue is increasing. They are solid and they're not going anywhere. And that's perfect. I mean, 26% is a big deal, especially when so many you know, businesses have been suffering the last couple of years. And so that just immediately caught my ears because most of the time it's, well, it was up this half percent and then down here and it's all storytelling <laughs> for the stockholders, right? But this was just like, hey, look at us. It was almost like a flex from LinkedIn, which I like, so. Well, and something I want to mention about Web3 and NFTs, those posts and conversations on LinkedIn are doing really, really well. When I see a Web3 metaverse, the whole conversation for the future, those pieces of content, those LinkedIn audio spaces, the LinkedIn lives I've seen on those topics, they can attract hundreds up to thousands of people to like and comment and share Because that's the future. And for LinkedIn to be pushing out that content or encouraging that content to exist, I'm seeing a lot of positives in that direction. So I also want to point that out. And I will 
mention for anyone wanting to learn more about that, we do have the Crypto Business Conference coming up really soon here. Thank you for the setup. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I wasn't doing that on purpose, but it's been very powerful <laughs> for LinkedIn to be highlighting those conversations. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for anyone that does want to go deeper on that, you can go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash CBC 2022. And speaking of investing more time in the platform, LinkedIn has now introduced a new tool to hopefully let agencies and marketers that are managing lots of different company pages and things like that organize everything a little bit better. And so what is this tool that's now rolling out to everybody? The business manager tool. So I have not seen that because that's for the ads, right? And for your account and your company pages. Yeah, your well, your pages, your ad accounts. From what I read and interpreted from it, you can share audiences among them, different things like that. LinkedIn started, like when I was at an agency, it was like, okay, add me as an admin on your LinkedIn company page where we created it for them. And now it's essentially making it easier to manage, see everything in one place for people that are managing a lot of different things. I mean, I guess I'll say anytime you organize something on a platform, you improve the discovery, you improve the AI, you improve the tools for your team to manage and add. But I was just going to say it hasn't rolled out to, or at least I have not seen it because it hasn't rolled out to either me or my clients. Okay. I like the idea that they're simplifying your marketing experience on LinkedIn, but I've not seen much feedback that people are like, oh my gosh, it just simplified it. No. And I think it's just one of those things that, you know, I think for some of us, it's like, huh, finally, like, <laughs> you know, this maybe it should have been here before, but it is supposed to have globally rolled out. I haven't looked it up, but if you don't have it, maybe it's time mm-hmm. for another trip to New York City, knock on some doors. <laughs> There's actually a few things they're rolling out to company pages because they do sometimes have caps on size of company page and what you get access to. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, just a reminder, you can check out the Social Media Marketing Society right now. You can go to socialmediasociety.info and start making your social media marketing easy today. Judy, where can we discover more about you? LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) If you go to LinkedIn and it's J-U-D-I-F-O-X, or if you want to go to my website, it's J-U-D-I-F-O-X.com, JudyFox.com. Awesome. The key is the I. It's J-U-D-I. Yes. Always great to see you and talk to you, Judy. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. And if you want to add a podcast to your listening lineup, we have two for you to check out, the Social Media Marketing Podcast, as well as the Crypto Business Podcast. You can find them on your favorite podcasting platforms. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks for being here, everybody. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.